Merry Christmas from all of us at News Radio WGNS. Rutherford Issues on News Radio WGNS. Well, we're back here on Rutherford Issues, and our show is powered by Middle Tennessee Electric. You know, their internet company is United Communications, and it's nationally recognized, award-winning provider of internet and phone services to enterprise-class businesses and residential customers in Middle Tennessee. Find out more at mte.com slash internet, United Communications, fast, local, fiber. We're talking uh, today about uh, Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services, and uh, Brent Carter joins us here in studio this morning. And uh, looking forward to our conversation here today. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing good, sir. How are you? Good. You're running uh, 100 miles an hour, I think. Oh, yeah. Wide <laughs> open. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Yeah, yeah, I did. Awesome. Lots of turkey and ham and dressing and stuff. Naps. Um, yes, one nap. <laughs> good. It's a good nap, too, on Thanksgiving, isn't it? Yeah. Um, dressing or uh, stuffing at the Carter household? Uh, no turkeys. No turkeys. No, no, that, that's a a lot of people don't have turkey. Yeah, you know? they, don't, they don't. Boys don't like turkey, so we don't have turkey. Yeah, but chicken, ham, ham. Yeah, oh. and tur- yeah, smoked ham and chickens. So no, you don't do stuffing or dressing if there's no turkey, huh? Yeah, no, that's good stuff. Might as well eat what you like instead of putting Save something more room there. for the sweets. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's you know. good stuff. Christmas uh, around the corner as well, and um, before we went on here live you were telling me that um you all have really just been busting it here lately oh man these crews i'll tell you what i don't know if it's the growth or just this time of year but they're running they're running their tails off daily you know they're averaging probably 125 calls 911 calls a 24-hour shift which totals up to i mean we did brian just sent out all the info 3,935 calls in the month of November. Good grief. So that's that's pretty busy. So how many calls in that 24 hours? 100 and... Well, I mean, I'm guessing like 125, a 24-hour period. Yeah. You know, times that by 30. How close was I? 125 times 30 is 3,750. 30, so that's close. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's close. So... What I was interested in, 125 in a 24-hour period, if you divide that by 24. 16 that's, trucks. Yeah. Yeah. That's like five and a half an hour. So, I mean, that's... <laughs> that's a lot of calls. That's busy. And, and yeah. you, you know, when one truck goes somewhere, it, it's probably going to take more than an hour once you get there, assess, yeah, maybe have to transport. Yeah, where it's at, you yeah. know, on what our transport's from wherever the 911 call come in to whatever hospital that the appropriate hospital that they're transporting them to, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to think various situations, but you're probably not going to go to one call and then, you know, 10 minutes later be right at another call. No, no, no. no. And you know, the appropriate hospitals too, because sometimes hospitals don't have certain staff, you know, or doctors for, cardiac or gi or whatever Mm -hmm. you know so you may have to bypass hospital to get it to the appropriate doctors curious how you know that i mean the the do the 911 folks the dispatchers they the hospitals check in or they check in with the hospitals every day so they know what they have staffed 
for at that time periods. And I guess they know if and they then they are, send it out to the crews, so we all know, you know, mm-hmm. what's who's who's where. So would they know if there's like you know an overstaffage as well, or they have so many patients that they're working with that they couldn't take anymore. Some of them, Vandy's about the only one that really goes on diversion for a big trauma. Okay. You know, well, I guess that makes sense there. If it's, unless it's a big trauma, they, they will take you. But if it's a stub toe, you might be sitting in the lobby for a while. Mm-hmm. So they'll go on that kind of diversion, but they're, they're the, you know, the level one trauma center right there close to us. So, now, when you um, in Middle Tennessee talk about level one trauma center, that that's if it's they've got that means they got a twenty four hour staff to handle anything trauma, anything, anything trauma. Yep. Okay, so from gunshots to amputations, whatever they can handle it right there. And so um, when you're being dispatched and the you know the, your EMT is is making the assessment. Sometimes they decide that it it warrants, you know, taking to Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Then, I guess there has to be some type of decision made, or life light, or transport, and that kind of thing too, yep. right? Yep. And then you know, if you're going to a level one, it depends on what you have. You you know, because a lot of times it's faster, but going by air. They can do a little bit more in a helicopter from point A to point B than what we can do um, from point A to point B. So you make that decision whether they need to be flown. It's a little faster getting them to the ER because if there's bad trauma, about the only one that's going to save them is an OR. Mm. You know, they need an operating room. So um, then again, it depends on weather. Sure. You know, whether you're hitting the ground or where you're at on a truck. Sometimes you can beat a helicopter. So, yeah, it's a decision on whatever the, the crew decides. Yeah, that's that's a quick decision. And I guess how quickly LifeLight can get to where exactly. you are or where if you, you can get to where you are. 15-minute you know, response time for or a scene flight. You can drive it in 22, so you kind of weigh your odds, you know. Yeah. If you're still getting somebody out of a car, like you had to extricate them and things like that, and you've already got a helicopter in the air, meet them halfway whatever you know we've done that before too yeah and you can't just put a helicopter down just anywhere either mm, we, or can you we pretty much can put a put a helicopter down really close yeah, yeah. you know now if there's a lot of trees and things like that we'll move them to an open area where we can land them yeah has that changed over the years i mean i, I remember I mean, central we've shut down interstates yeah landed them on the interstate yeah you know but I've, uh, you know, I used to remember that, uh, you know, at Central Magnet that, you know, there's that a helipad. big space. Yeah, the yeah. helipad there. And, and there's obviously uh, life lights over by the uh, Starplex and airport yep, and stuff by the there. airport now. Well, there's a helipad at St. Thomas Rutherford. There's a helipad at Stonecrest. And then there's all kinds of parking lots. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, uh, I, but streets, <laughs> I guess that's right. I mean, that's, uh, I'm, I'm interested if that has, has changed over the years. I mean, can they, is it easier to land a helicopter in an, uh, on, on a street? As so. close as we can. Now, if we're going to meet yeah. them halfway, we'll meet them at a helipad. That makes sense. You know, if we're going to meet them halfway. And you kind of know where those are. Yeah. yeah. And everything, they know where they're at. Yeah. You know, that way we're all not guessing on where we're going from, you know, if we're going to meet in the middle, then, um, it's going to probably mostly it'd be an airport or a helipad. And that's just some of the decisions that, you, you know, the responders are making. As you're treating a patient. Yeah. You know, 
Yep, as you're treating the patient. Supervisors are good on showing up and helping with all that, finding the LZ and setting it up so the paramedics and EMTs can do what they do, take care of the patients. So someone, a supervisor is maybe monitoring the radio traffic. They all have one in one hand and one in the other. Yeah. Yep, and so switching between channels. And, and they maybe they, understand that this is a situation that, you know, the they're – um, responder needs some help. Oh yeah. I mean, we've got, if they need it, they need an extra hands. I've seen supervisors jump in the back of the truck and ride all the way to Vandy with them. Mm. You know, I mean, granted there's only two people, somebody's got to drive. So if you got something bad, they're not flying and you may or may not need a little help. They're jumping in the back. They're going to ride. Well, that puts a hand in there or at least oh, yeah. maybe a I driver. Mean, they're all paramedics too. So, you know, it just, it works. Yeah. It, it, Everybody works together. Uh, like I said, I mean, you're 911, we're patient care, you know, so we're going to care for you from the time we get there to the time we drop you off at the appropriate hospitals. All those uh, split decisions that, that have to be made to, to try to si- save lives. It's, it's interesting. It's a little yeah. tough. Yeah. A little um, nerve wracking. Uh, oh man. <laughs> I can only ex- just anticipate what that pressure would be like. And, um, 3,900 calls a month just last month alone. And that number is continuing to go up. I bet it would be interesting to look back over what it was five oh, years yeah. ago. We're glad these ago. new stations are coming up. Yeah. You know, we're glad we're, we're, we're still have a little shortage on some staffing. So anybody that's paramedic or EMT out there is looking for a job, you know, we more than glad to come in for an interview. Yeah. We're, you know, so, but yeah, these new stations open up, that's going to cut down some call volume a little bit for some of the trucks in the new areas and response times, it'll shorten them up, you know. And we're talking about the buildings that are housing, not only the ambulance, but you know, they've got fire county fire. Yeah. They've got county fire in there. They've with us, they've got EMS and then they've got an office for a sheriff's officer to do, you know, come in and do paperwork or whatever they need to do. But um, there's it's set up communication centers. It's come up for 250 people to, for a big storm shelter that they can get to. Um, I mean, it's they're they're nice. They're 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 top of the line. Yeah, and so um, let's see, Rockvale's complete. Rockvale's complete, and Kittrell's complete. Okay, so everybody's got crews and staff that they're all staff. They're rolling. So. And Walter Hill and Las Casas are under construction? They're under construction now. Uh, Las Casas is probably going to open up second week, middle of April. And then Walter Hill is going to be right behind it. They're pretty close together Mm -hmm. on where they're at. And then there were a total of five, right? Yeah. um, Christiana was going to get one. They're moving it to Plainview. So that kind of shortens up that end of the county on response times. Um, it just kind of all worked out with fire and EMS on call volumes and, you know, politics. And yeah, and I don't play. Yeah. <laughs> Plainview is, I mean, that's in the Christiana area. So it's, it's in just, the, yeah, it's yeah. on that side of the road, yeah. you know, so kind of cut in the middle. And the, uh, I guess the County has some, um, some land there with the elementary school and such. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I, I haven't really seen the location. Yeah. Yet. And so I, that one's a, a bit further behind. I don't think they, yeah, I don't think they, I think they were doing soil samples. The last thing I heard. Gotcha. So it'll be a little further online. So that, that'll be nice to have those. And, um, you know, looks like maybe, well, as we get towards spring, maybe the, they'll be popping up and spring is severe weather season. So you never know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, start of construction too. 
Well, get the interest rates to go down. They'll be building more houses. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> just what we need. That's, you know, when you said 3,900 calls last month, you know, wonder what, um, you know, November of 22 was like and November of, I, I oh, bet, keep going up. Just, there's you a know. steady trend up. I remember when I first started, when we did 70 calls in a shift, we were busy. You know, now we didn't have near as many trucks on the road, but right now they're doing double that. It's crazy. And that's been in how many years have you been there? Um, 23. 23? Yeah. So that's, that's mm, double the, double in that amount of time. No telling how much growth, you know, in that 20 years has been for residents moving in. That's just wild to think about, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When you start seeing farmland getting sold for housing, yeah. it's going crazy. Trying to keep it up, uh, keep up with it all. Well, um, I'm, I'm sure that it's going to be a, a, a busy time in December as well. More people at home. and um, Families coming in. Yeah. Families going out. You know, so. Getting into stuff. Getting into stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, you know. Yep. Don't want any arguments or anything like right. that. Make it the joyful time. It is the season. That's what know, it's supposed to be. To be jolly. So let's keep it that way. Well, and kids get, uh, you know, new toys and maybe, uh, you know, a new skateboard and things like that. Yep. Trying to learn how to, yeah. Bikes. Bikes. Yeah. Oh, I bet that's a big one. Bikes, motorcycles. You know, if we get any snow, we got sledding trees <laughs> i guess call volumes do go up in the you snow know, don't they yeah in terms of a little bit you know people did in the spring you know because everybody's been kind of caged up locked up so they want to get their boats out want to get their four-wheelers out want to get the horses back in shape you know and get out and mm-hmm. enjoy the little bit warmer air yeah get out and enjoy well brent uh awful uh good to have you here this morning and uh, appreciate it and Hope everybody has a good Christmas yeah. and stay safe. Same to you and uh, everybody at Rutherford County Emergency Medical Services. And uh, hopefully it won't be too, too busy. I'm hoping not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Brent. And if you missed uh, part of our conversation, you can check it out uh, on WGNSRadio.com in the podcast section. Just look for Rutherford Issues there. And uh, thank you so very much for making us a part of your morning. And uh, stay with us. More Interesting conversation ahead right here on WGNS.